What up, what up, what up, though? And welcome back to another episode of the Black Fridays podcast. It's your favorite host back on the mic, Denzel Turner. And we are officially wrapping up 2022. We're in the holiday season. It will be just before Christmas by the time you hear this episode. So I want to wish you and yours a very happy holiday season. Now, this is the last Black Fridays of 2022, and it's been a great year. We had some amazing guests come on the podcast, and it's only going to get better in 2023. So I know that I'm ready. I hope that y'all are ready to continue to take this journey with me. Now, to wrap up the year, I believe I have the perfect guest to help us wrap up 2022 and enter 2023. Three. Now, Miss Deja Brown is a travel and lifestyle enthusiast who created the brand Day by Day, a natural hair care brand that helps people better manage their natural curls. Deja is also a creator and YouTuber who shares her trips around the world and helps people better manage their curly hair, more specifically 4C, which I just learned what that actually meant on this episode and so much more. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. My first product I created because I noticed that when I was moisturizing my hair at the beginning of the day, I come home from work and it was super dry. So I'm like with 4C hair, a lot of times I keep putting moisture into your hair, but then the moisture was leaving. So my model with this product was all moisture in, no moisture out. So I love that product to really help seal that moisture in your hair and even helping with like some of the styling and detangling. So that's a product, the first product. We have a natural hair care enthusiast and also fellow content creator in the building, Miss Deja Brown. How you doing today? Good. Burr, 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 burr. I got to get the horns. I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> That's just the first thing that came to mind. I was like, I'm going to air horn myself. <laughs> New York, New York uh, that influenced us and got us air horned out. So for real. <laughs> but I got to work on it. But welcome to the podcast. I'm, I'm happy to have you. We've been uh, working on this behind the scenes for a while. So we finally get to tap in and, and learn more about you and, and the brand. So welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. So of course, we want to get to know Deja, the person, your personal brand, and then also your business brand as well. So to give people a little bit more insight to who you are as a person, how would you describe yourself? What would you like for the people to know? Hmm. Describing myself. Okay, so my brand is called Day by Day. So that's like including the things about myself. And so overall, like I love taking things step by step and day by day, which is like how I got the name in general. But I'm someone that loves to explore. I'm adventurous. I love trying new things and being able to take the things that I'm learning each day and using that in order to get to the next thing that I'm interested in and wanting to do. So, um, yeah, like the things that I like talk about are things that I'm passionate about. So travel, natural hair, wellness, and just all in all doing the things that can help you be your best self. So that's how I would describe myself like someone who like loves like learning more about myself about others and like exploring different parts of the world and things that I like I'm in, interested in amazing amazing so thank you for that insight we're gonna get deeper into some of those things that you touched on for sure but before we get into that I got to introduce you to my favorite segment of Black Fridays it's Freestyle Friday
So uh-huh. Freestyle Friday is very straightforward. All you got to do is answer a random assortment of questions about yourself. They're all about you, so you shouldn't get them wrong. And only got two rules is that you answer every question and that you uh, answer them honestly. That's it. Okay, let's do it. All right. So first question, tell me your favorite place that you ever traveled. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, I've always had a top three. Okay, okay. The, I'm gonna just say the first one that comes to mind, which mm. is London. That was the very first place I ever went. So I just feel like it has a special place in my heart. Um, yeah, I just I love it. Like the culture, the vibe, like the nightlife, the museums. Like it was just so fun. <laughs> Shout out to London. I still got to get there. That's, that's on the list, and you just sold it for me. So yes. I got to make it happen. Yeah, it's gotta go. <laughs> Tell me a song you got on repeat right now. Ooh, right now would be Blocking You by Ari Lennox. Mm. Um, I love that whole album. Like, that's like a part of my nighttime routine. Um, but that one specifically is just fun, like, to listen to. It's just like blocking all any negativity, like, any negative thoughts. It's just like, I like it. It's a nice vibe. Shout out. Shout out to Ari for sure. Period. So uh, it's been a lot of speculations out there in the tabloids about where you stand on this, but I would like for you to clear the air. Do you believe in aliens? Aliens? <laughs> they might be out there. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a slide on yes. Like, you know. Okay. You sure that there's not. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so because you are from the Pacific Northwest, a place that I spent a good two years out in, I would like to know, what would you say is probably a hidden gem that people overlook or don't get a chance to experience as they come out there and visit. Hmm. And we can keep it Washington based or Seattle right. based. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good question. What would I say? Something like that. Oh, okay. Um, Chambers Bay. It's in hmm. University Place slash Tacoma. I just think it's the cutest place. Like it has a lot of hills. It's where they had the the U.S. Open. It's mainly a park. So if you don't like hiking, because everyone's hiking out here, it's like a nice, you know, easy walk that you can do. Actually, I love it. It's beautiful sunsets too. Dope. See, this is my first time hearing about Chambers Bay. So okay, glad I said something new. <laughs> yeah, when I when I get back out that way, I definitely got to check it out for sure. Yes, yes, indeed. And now, also, would you consider yourself a reader? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So give us a book that you feel like either changed your life or like motivated you. Like that's at the top of your list. Hmm. I would say the autobiography of Malcolm X. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I loved it. Like I, it was one of those books where I didn't really like I had never read it and knew like only knew like the basic things about Malcolm X, but I had never read the book. Um, mm. My perspective of it, I thought it was going to be kind of like like super intellectual. I didn't know like how like I would relate to it, but like it was interesting because reading the book, I felt like I knew him or someone I can like talk to right now. Like it felt like it was someone in the year when I read it was 2020. And it's just like, wow, all the things that he was talking about is just so relevant to what's happening right now. And like how I see Mm -hmm. like things have changed with like black culture. And I'm like, wow, it seems like this was written today. Yep. And so, um, yeah, that, that looked like really, Oh, stop. That was my cat. He scared me. My cat's <laughs> in Malcolm X, by the way. <laughs> really? 
forgetting he's in here sometimes. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, I named my cat after him. I was like, okay, like when I get a cat, like when I adopt a cat again, I'm going to name him Malcolm X. And I did. So, I mean, I just love that book. It was amazing. And yeah, my favorite one. <laughs> now, does the cat sometimes look out the blinds with the AK-47? He he looks out the blinds. People say that dogs are like super protective, but I think cats are protective. If he hears one noise, he's out there. Like he's looking. He's definitely on his Malcolm X. Yeah. Very true. Very <laughs> true. And last but not least, uh, which one would you prefer if your phone could only do one of these functions? Text, FaceTime, or phone call? Mm. FaceTime. Mm. I mean, text. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say FaceTime because if you can only do one thing. Wait, now I'm thinking about it. Well, hmm. Are you the type of FaceTimer where people just look at your forehead or your chin like they can't even see your whole face? No, I do my whole face. OK, well, now that I think about it. Not everyone can FaceTime. So it's not really applicable to all types of phones, you know? Who, who can't FaceTime or video call in 2022? Like, if it's like... You shouldn't oh, be calling you said FaceTime. You said FaceTime because... Oh, well, like, I'm in video call. I'm in video call. Oh, okay, okay. Huh. But you see, I text more. So now I'm thinking about it. Let me... I'm just going my first thought was FaceTime okay. because, like, you can see the face. You can interact. People, like, you know, far away. So I'm going with FaceTime. The first thought. For sure. For yeah. sure. Okay. <laughs> well, shout out to you. You successfully passed Freestyle Friday. So congratulations on that. Thank you for engaging my shenanigans. So getting back into the interview, I wanted to start with your personal uh, natural hair care journey and wanted to kind of like understand what has that been like for you over the years? And, you know, you developed a brand that includes that, but want to know personally, um, how did that come about for you? Yeah. So I started my natural hair journey after high school. So what was this? Yeah. After high school, like 2014, it's been like eight years now. So coming into, I was going to UW and I was just like, Hmm, during that summer, I was like, okay, what's going to be my new look, my new vibe. I was like, okay, I want to just like a new brand. And so like, part of that was just like my look, I was like, my mom had went natural and I just love the way her hair was like naturally curling. And I was like, Oh, I want my hair to do that. And she's like, well, to do that, like you have to like cut off all of your hair, like your hair is relaxed right now. And I was like, oh my God, that's so scary. I can't imagine my hair short. So I started what's called transitioning. So if you have relaxed hair and you want to go back natural, you can like slowly let your hair grow out and then just cut the relaxed ends until you have the length that you want to wear natural. So um, I did that for one year. My hair goals at the time were Solange and Erica Badu. So I just like really wanted just a big fro, just like long natural hair. I was just like really wanting that. So for about a year, I just like was trying to do like Bantu knots. I was experimenting with sew-ins and a whole bunch of different things to ultimately um, in April, 2015, I just cut all of my hair out. It was like a little bit shorter than this. And it was like the shortest I ever had my hair. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Um, and like through that process, I really did like learn to love my natural hair. Like I was like, wow, like I haven't really worn my hair natural since I was a kid. And I feel like growing up, like during the times, like pre-natural hair movement, like wanting to have your hair just look like your classmates was a big thing. I just wanted to kind of blend in. I never really like knew how to style natural hair at all. It's just like, this isn't like cute or anything. But then I was like, wow, like I love it. I really got into just learning how to do braid outs. I was on YouTube heavy, like, okay, what's the next style? Learning how to do like crochet braids, protective styles. 
um, spending the time to like really care for my hair on wash day, experimenting with products, like it became fun. Like I was like, this is fun. Like, I don't know like why I wasn't doing this before, but it was just like really fun for me just to experiment with, um, products and best practices. And so, um, yeah, up until even now, like eight years into natural hair, I'm just now like learning how to wear my hair in its shrunken state. And so that's just like what, how it is right now, like without mm-hmm. stretching it or, you know, like combing it out to make the length longer. And so I was like, well, this whole time, like I thought, you know, I had to embrace my hair fully, but I hadn't yet really embraced like what it looks like just after just wetting it and applying like a gel or something. Like there's still like, um, like texturism of like looser hair curls being like something that's more desirable. And I'm like, even I have like played into that, like, oh, I like it when my hair has the best twist. I want the most defined curls possible. So I'm like still like getting into like learning how to just um, embrace and accept my natural forcey kinky hair. And I'm like, wow, like, um, so now I'm like experimenting with wash and goes. I'm like, how oh, I just wash my hair and just let it like dry and, and go. So it's really fun um, just being able to, embrace different styles and learn more about like what you like and um being proud and like the hair that's growing from your head is just like still a long an ongoing journey i'm like thinking after eight years i would have learned everything but i'm like still learning things that work for me so yeah that's yeah that's like all um basically how i started like my blog and everything was just like writing about all the things that i was learning Dope, dope. And shout out to the natural hair care journey. You say you're going on eight years now, or is this the eighth yeah. year? Yeah, this is the eighth year. Yeah. Yeah, it's been eight years since I got like, first started. And what would you, how would you compare when you first started to now, like as far as how you maintain and take care of your hair? Ooh, I would say now I spend, it's gotten shorter. Oh my gosh. My wash days when I first started was kind of doing the most, but <laughs> I mean, that's what I knew at the time. So I've shortened it to about, I can do a wash day in about an hour and 40 minutes versus, um, in my earlier days, I was doing a lot of DIY practices. So if you see a lot of people like trying, you know, bananas, banana strains on my hair, uh, but what I try, I try like yams on my hair, like <laughs> mayonnaise and eggs and olive oils, um, flat, making my own flaxseed gel. So I was doing a lot of experimentation with like real foods and stuff like at the beginning. And now I've kind of gotten to like, um, let's just detangle, wash and put in like a styler. Like, you know, I'm keeping it very simple. I was spending a lot every day. Uh, I think it was like my freshman year every day I was like doing um, a braid out every day. And that's because I like, like I was saying, I was transitioning and I didn't want to wear my hair without it being like manipulated in some way. I'm like, I don't like the way it looks. So every day I was styling versus now I'm like, oh, like I like the way it looks like without it being like a certain curl pattern or something. So it's gotten Mm -hmm. shorter, straight to the point. And I don't really play with as many like DIY like, food products in my hair as I was before. You was able to build up. You was able to build up your efficiency over time. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Nice. Nice. So as far as so nowadays, I'm sure you're using uh, some of your own products or all of your own products. Tell us more about what do you offer with day by day. 
Yes. So my day by day product line is so far the hydrating buttercream. And so that's in all natural ingredient hair moisturizer. So the main ingredients are shea butter and mango butter. And so that's mainly to help with moisture retention. So that was my first product I created because I noticed that when I was moisturizing my hair at the beginning of the day, I come home from work and it was super dry. So I'm like with 4C hair, a lot of times I keep putting moisture into your hair, but then the moisture was leaving. So my model with this product was all moisture in, no moisture out. So I love that product to really help seal that moisture in your hair and even helping with like some of the styling and detangling. So that's a product, the first product. And then uh, with my second launch, I introduced the Butter Bliss Deep Conditioner and the Nourishing Hair and Scalp Oil. And so the deep conditioner is really emollient rich. It has three natural butters. A lot of the products like you have like one butter or two, but I really wanted to make sure there was um, a rich amount of butters in the product. So it's shea butter, mango butter, and mirror mirror butter. And so it's really great to help with um, detangling. You don't want to like, you know, be too rough with your hair. So it really helps to smooth out the tangles in your hair. Um, the nourishing hair and scalp oil um, really helping to solve the issue of dry and itchy scalp. And so I'm um, having a like smoothing oil, like the almond oil and apricot oil, really helpful to help maintain a healthy scalp and also length retention for your ends. So those are some really great products that I have in rotation for my own natural hair um, routine. But especially as we're getting to the colder months, it's really helpful that you um, are continuing to like coat your hair with some rich moisture and nutrients. Um, as you're going into the environment, which is like, you know, a little bit colder in a lot of the areas. So that's what I have so far. And then as far as, so I know in your own journey, you said you experimented early on. Did some of those experiments lead to these products or did you develop these out of a different necessity for yourself? Yeah. So a little bit of both. So when I was experimenting um, kind of like with the butters and moisturizing. So um, when I was like traveling to, I did a study abroad program to Ghana and I came back with a gallon tub of shea butter <laughs> and it lasted me like the whole semester, but I like knew that was a staple product. And so shea butter um, infused products were my favorite. So that was like one of the main things I noticed. And so um, like the pain points, I was like focusing on um, the types of things that I was noticing with the products that I was trying. So um, that was like moisture retention, like putting all these products in your hair, but it wasn't like lasting throughout the day. And so um, so those experiments um, was really helpful with um, putting together blends of moisturizers. So that was something I was trying throughout the years of like, OK, shea butter is really great. What else can I make shea butter with? And so um, over the time, like when I was really focused on making a product, I was perfecting um, that ingredient list to get to a product that could um, help solve that problem of like uh, moisture retention. Um, and then, yeah, so I was just like looking, I did a lot of like consumer research around what type of things are people struggling with the most in order to help frame the, the next products, which was the deep conditioner and the hair oil. Nice, nice. And I wanted to ask for you, continuing your natural hair care process, because uh, we both work in the tech industry, work for large companies. So I wanted to understand for you, in corporate America, what is it like or have there been in other jobs or companies that you worked at uh, as far as maintaining natural hair and being in that type of environment where, you know, nine times out of 10, everybody don't look like you. So just want to yeah. understand, you know, what your journey might have been with that. Yeah, it has been interesting. I feel like for 
the the earlier part of my career so it's been like it's been four years since like I started um in corporate America but like the first year and a half that was pre-pandemic so going into the office you know there's certain considerations that would be in my mind that I know wouldn't be in other people's minds like if they weren't like a black woman so it's like all right time for a new style what are people gonna think you know like they're gonna remember who I am because now I have braids or now I have blonde braids or now I have crochet so there was a little bit of like oh Deja that's you like you're like yep you know yep it's me today or like okay my hair straight today hey you know <laughs> so there's only one time where someone leaned in and tried to grab my hand I'm like oh oh Oh. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. They tried it? Yeah. She was like, oh, your hair is so nice. And then like reached in to try to grab it. And I was just like, lean back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that actually happened in real life. Like I thought it was just something that I see on Twitter. So that was just like an outlier experience. But I mean, it's definitely easier. Like you don't have to think about like, oh, like we could do wash day. Like, you know later or not later not like right after work and it saves a little bit of time like working like remote like I do now so it's been like, like a lot easier just not having to think about going in person or whatever but um, I say I've gotten used to it versus well, gotten used to it now that I've like had some more time like working to not base like my hair choices off of what I think people are gonna think and so I just like take some time just like getting comfortable and confident in myself like all right, we're switching it up. It's going to be a different color today. You know, like it's just yeah. is what it is with like, you know, our culture. Like I love being able to switch up new hairstyles and everybody can do that. So definitely, definitely. And uh, I remember a time when I was working at my first job out of undergrad and uh, starting a mentoring program. We were working with high school students and one young lady had mentioned that pretty much somebody told her, like, if your hair isn't long and straight and pressed out, like pretty much people are not going to take you seriously as a woman of color. Uh, if you're trying to like elevate or do more um, from being in a position of being a minority woman in corporate America. And, you know, luckily we had a woman who worked at the company who were, who was able to talk to her and show her like, you don't have to be like that or you don't have to look a certain way and only have your haircut short to be taken considered or to be considered taken seriously. So, uh, you know, I, I can only imagine, you know, starting being younger, black woman, corporate America, and you know, how dare you have natural hair? Like, you know, people asking you all types of crazy questions and, and looking at you sideways. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, Switching gears a little bit, uh, tell us about your content creation journey. So you got a YouTube page that's out here doing numbers. So I want to know more about how that came about and when did that come about? Yes, I'm out on YouTube. Um, That started, I think, 2015. I started like... um, like skincare and hair care routine. So a little bit about like the same, um, same areas I was like talking about in the written form. And then mainly I was like really starting to, I wanted to have like a, a diary of my travels. Cause I was like, you know, if anything, I want something that I can look back on. So I was going headed into a study abroad exchange to Milan, Italy. So I did that for about, yeah. So for one semester. And so I was traveling a lot on the weekends and I was like, okay, you know what? I want to make a vlog for every place I travel to. And that's what I did since then. So I have like, I think over a hundred videos and almost like every place that I've been to is on there. I'm still, I still need to upload my one for Turkey and the DR from this year, but um, mainly it's been serving as a place where I can like document my experience, especially solo traveling as a black mm. woman. Cause I know when I'm like trying to go somewhere, I type in 
uh, not just like things to do in Germany, but things to do in Germany, black woman, you know, like I'm always trying to see like, yeah. what is our experience? Like that's important when you're traveling. Cause you want to know like how you, like, what's it going to be like, are you going to be safe? So I want to be able to have like my footprint on there of like my experience, um, traveling the world. Um, also putting things, um, that I can look back on in life about like my college experience, like study abroad tips I have on there, uh, my experience, like launching my business. So all mm -hmm. these like major points in my life, like I find it really cool that I can go back, like when I'm nostalgic and just like see how much I've learned since then, like what that experience was like. And like, yeah, there's videos there for like from six years ago, like my first time, um, my first solo trip is on there and I'm just like, wow, like, look at this. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, that's the the basis of it. And yeah, I try to upload as consistently as I can. <laughs> and that's dope to be able to approach content creation from that standpoint of this is like a documentary for you to like it's an opportunity to kind of like do a digital diary, so to speak, because, uh, you know, a lot of people nowadays want to be influencers to say they're an influencer or, you know, start a YouTube channel X, Y and Z. But to be able to, I think that's the ideal way to go about it is to um, look at it from the standpoint of, you know, I want to make dope stuff for myself to be able to look back on this and, you know, show my grandkids or, you know, however generations down the line, like, Hey, I was yeah. out here living. That's how I was doing it big. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I've definitely thought about that too. I'm like, cause even now it's just like, wow, look at me when I was 20. Like, it just seems so long ago. And I'm just like, wow, like look at all the things I didn't know then. And like how much I've grown now, like it's such a good, like, like reflection point just to like think about all the things that I might have been like worried or stressed about then and just like seeing how far I've come like yeah it's definitely like a nice like reflection type of documentary absolutely and you have to tell us about traveling with natural hair so all these places you've been <laughs> and like I need to know like do you have like a whole kit that you take with you like how do you oh, figure right. out like the right like what for for the the people out here listening who trying to make sure they got their natural hair right when they mm -hmm. travel what's your what's your secrets to that yes okay so like i said i've had my my journey with like natural hair so for the for the most part i all i i would say like 80 percent of the time i have a protective style in my hair and so that's like you know braids or crochet or something because to be honest like if i'm going somewhere warm and i'm going to be swimming i don't want to have my hair out because then i have to wash it every day so braids are my go-to i love some braids um but you still need to bring your, your hair products for that so mm. um you know the three ounce sizes if you're taking a carry-on to so always have a hair oil a leave-in a shampoo and a conditioner so i always have like that in my um toolkit um okay so i've always been someone who takes carry-ons because i just i get to the airport low-key late so <laughs> check luggage is nice if you want to have the full-size products so i did do that this year um i rocked my natural hair for like the first time in a while for a trip when I went to Spain and Turkey, because I was just like, you know, I've never done that. I'm always like rushing to get a style and then go travel. But I was like, it was really fun just wearing my natural hair on a trip. Um, I brought like my styling gel, a spray bottle, like an empty spray bottle, um, my hair oil, and of course like shampoo and conditioner. Um, and I basically just like reinforced my curls with the water and a gel and a light oil. And then, of course, like having a bonnet so that, you know, I can cover my hair at night and then styling is pretty easy. Um, and then I just did a one wash day in between that. Um, but then I think when I like when I'm in somewhere like a longer period of time, like a study abroad exchange, that was really interesting because 
finding products in Italy for natural hair was, it was, it was something. It was like at the time, like I found like one hair store, one hair store and like one product, it was like $12. I mean, I was a college student at the time. So I was like, I can't, I can't rack up like this. Mm -hmm. So that's when like learning the basic ingredients was helpful. So finding like an African store that I found to get shea butter, finding a store, um, learning, knowing how to make um, DIY shampoos, like apple cider vinegar and water, um, making my own. That's where like the, like making my own stuff was really helpful, came in handy. So um, yeah, so I would say, if you're having your hair, like your actual hair out, make sure that you have like your key basics, um, you know, like the top three things that I was mentioning, like a moisturizer, oil, shampoo, conditioner, protective styles. If you don't want to spend too much time on your hair mm-hmm. and yeah, just um, plan, plan ahead, plan ahead and do what you like you want for that trip. And I got to ask you, um, because I don't know if you can tell or not, but my hair is natural. And I need to, I need some tips for me and the fellas out there who are trying to maintain good, high quality, natural hair and uh, make sure that they're taking care of that. Because I had a in the pandemic, I grew like a, a Afro situation and I was curling it. But I didn't know, like the first thing about like taking care of my hair, like one of my homeboys had told me, like, you know, use coconut oil, use this type of shampoo, yeah. like you know, those type of things to make sure that your hair is healthy. Cause I hadn't had a fro since like braids was popular back in 03, <laughs> 04. Uh, right. and that, that didn't last that long for me. So just wanted to know if you had any tips for the fellas, because of course, when we talk about natural hair, typically we talk about women's hair, but you know, the guys out here, I, I got a, a bunch of friends who have like longer hair now, or, you know, purposely grew their hair out. So wanted to know if you had anything for them. Yeah. So first I would say learning your hair is very important. Like you can see a lot of different like regimens, but the top, um, I guess experiments you can do is like a hair porosity test. And so that is like taking a strand of your hair, like a clean strand of your hair and putting it into a jar of water to see like whether your hair sinks or rises. And the porosity is just seeing like how your hair reacts to moisture. And that really helps to see like which steps would go in front of the others. Like if you need like more deep conditioning or a little bit less, like tests like that would really help to see what to do next. So for my hair, I have low porosity hair. So um, something that like has been really helpful this year is actually shampooing once a week. And that's different than I had been doing for like the seven years of my natural hair routine. I was only shampooing every other week. And so just like your hair can change throughout time. I'm like, okay, I'm seeing that my hair is kind of getting in like a like a lull in growth. So I need to switch some things up. So, um, my typical like routine is just making sure that you are cleansing and clarifying your scalp. Mm -hmm. That really helps with just maintaining that strong foundation. Like the scalp is where all your hair is going to grow anywhere. So finding a sulfate free conditioner is like a number one thing, then making sure that you are deep conditioning. So a deep conditioner is one that is a little bit thicker than your regular, like rinse out conditioner. And you also um, can intensify it by applying heat. And so wearing a heated cap, you can get one on Amazon for like, I think like $14 or even putting on like a hot towel over a, over a bag over your hair, just to like help to intensify, uh, making sure the moisture is getting through the hair shaft is really important as well. So making sure you have a clarifying shampoo, a deep conditioner, and then throughout the week, applying like a spray bottle with water and a light leave-in and then sealing it with a butter, such as the hydrating buttercream from day by day, um, (laughs) will really help to um, make sure that you have a solid routine. So 
those are like the top three things. Cleansing, deep conditioning, and moisturizing throughout the week are, are the key things for a natural hair routine. And fellas, I hope that you are taking note. Uh, do not just be washing your hair with uh, bar soap. You need to <laughs> right. actually be taking care of better care of your hair. And then, of course, your products are unisex as well, right? Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So I've had like men use my hair, uh, hair products as well. Like my nephews love it as well. My cousins and stuff. So that's yeah, really great for like twists. I know a lot of guys get like twists and stuff. So um, yeah, it's really great for all those, all of those styles and hair types. Nice. Nice. And I just thought about this. I, I want to go back to the travel for a little bit. And I want to ask, do you have any crazy travel stories being a black woman who wears natural hair or protective styles when you're out in different countries or when you're traveling? Like, do you have any like wild stories regarding your hair or do people like look at you different or they just be like, oh, that's Deja. She, she cool. <laughs> right. Hmm. Let's see. I don't know if I have any around hair specifically, but it's always times like where you you never know like why people are staring at you. You just got to just like go with it. So I have had like the stares in certain countries where you're just like, all right, okay, <laughs> you know, like or just like, you know, um, being somewhere and taking a long time at the cash register because you have no idea like the language like that mm -hmm. was like super awkward. So times like that. But I say like for like natural hair and braids, like it, it can, you never know why people are staring. It's like because I'm black, because of my hair, because I'm like you just never know sometimes. But yeah, um, all, all in all, like overall, like those experiences haven't stopped me from from traveling. You know, like I'm just gonna mm -hmm. I'm gonna keep on doing it. <laughs> facts, facts. And uh, I wanted to ask, what would you say is on the horizon for day by day? So here on Black Fridays, we like to speak things into existence. So you know, any plans that you have that you can tell us about for the brand, for yourself, what would you say is on the horizon for, for that? Yes. Yeah, so I'm manifesting more retail expansion for day by day. Mm. Um, in the past year, I've been able to um, form a relationship and have my products in one of the black owned salons in Seattle called Soul Collective. And so it's been doing very well. So I'm seeing that's a great avenue for my products, like in salons. And so I'm hopefully want to expand to beauty supply stores. And so um, that's what I hope to do in the near future. Nice. And congratulations on that. Thank and you. to dig deep a little bit deeper into that, how did that partnership come about with yourself being a, a small business, being able to get your products into a storefront? Yeah, so it was interesting. Like, it's definitely relevant to my phrase, like taking things step by step, day by day, like each step will lead to the next day. Um, two weeks after I had launched my brand, it was like March. So I launched my brand February 20th, 2022. So that was like two weeks before the pandemic hit. Um, I was in a vendor event called Seattle Natural Curls. Mm -hmm. And so that was an event with like entrepreneurs who had their own natural hair brands or beauty brands. And so that was like my big debut, like, you know, in the city, like where I'm at. And so, um, yeah, I had met somebody there who bought my product and had my business card. And a year later, like uh, she had emailed me interested in having the products at her salon. And I found out like she was one of the people that had saw me at the event. I was also on an entrepreneurship panel as well. So like it was a year later and she like remembered me for when her salon was launching and wanted a uh, wanted to future black businesses. So that is how um, that relationship <clears throat> was formed. And so since then, I was able to just learn a little bit more about, um, you know, like 
how I can um, advertise my product and like, you know, getting all of the momentum and um, the logistics ready for that uh, partnership. And so, yeah, that's how it came to be like, just like face-to-face marketing actually. (laughs) And that's dope. I I definitely would love to see more of that, especially in our community and like, you know, just you being able to be in the room with the the right person and strike up a conversation, show what it is that you do. They can learn more about you and um, you can learn more about them and be able to strike up a, a partnership. I think that that's super dope. And I love me personally, I love networking events and uh, events where you can go out and and meet people like that or are of the same mindset uh, in order to, you know, potentially do business like that. And and we'll love to see as we get more. I see a lot more of pop ups or collectives that are specifically focusing on black owned businesses and black owned brands and products. So just want to, you know, continue to see that. So it's lovely to hear that that's how that was able to come about for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are those type of events are like super crucial. You, you never know who you're going to meet. You never know what type of connection uh, can stem from those type of environments. Definitely, definitely. And do you have any interesting business experiences thus far since you started the brand, since you started day by day? Do you have any uh, highs, any lows that stick out that you would you know want to share and, and keep it real with the people? Hmm. I would say my my most like interesting experiences have been or like I guess the highs is like when I do vendor events. Mm-hmm. Um, so like starting off with one in 2020, I've done a couple in 2022. It's just been like I feel like it's like reinforcing of like, oh, like people like my product or like I have a great brand, like seeing people like surrounding my vendor table. I've done like one in like Tacoma, like the Hilltop on the Tacoma Black Night Market. I feel like those are very inspiring seeing other black businesses like around me seeing people like buy my products ask questions it's like oh i know what i'm talking about like this is actually like you know a good idea those type of things have been uh very like uplifting and like really fun as an entrepreneur and um yeah like definitely there's uh like challenges with business just like being able to balance with working and Mm -hmm. right now i'm like one person so one of the things that i want to do on the horizon is like expand as far as like delegating and having help, you know, like this, there's a lot of things you can do by yourself, but it's like, you know, at a time you're going to need to like get help. So Mm -hmm. like, that's like the interesting experience of like, okay, how do I balance being the accountant, the production, the marketer, (laughs) you know, that's been the times I'm like, woo, (laughs) but all in all, like I'm still learning, giving myself grace and yeah, like still like excited to see where things continue to go and evolve. For sure. For sure. And I'm sure it will continue to get bigger and better as you evolve and move into more of those spaces. And then you get more demand and they like, hey, we got to We got to get some more of that product. We got to get some more of that day. Yeah. Yes. Got to (laughs) re-up. I heard you got to feed the streets. You got to give them what they want. (laughs) (laughs) So can you tell us where people, the good people can get them some day by day products, how they can get in touch with you, your social website, all that good information? Yes, you can find my products at daybyday.com. That's spelled D-A-I-B-Y-D-A-I.com slash shop. Um, Going to day by day, you can also see my catalog of all of my travel experiences, natural hair, wellness. That's like the main hub for everything. But daybyday.shop, daybyday.com slash shop to find all of my products. On Instagram, you can find me at daybydaybeauty. And so D-A-I-B-Y-D-A-I beauty. Um, as well as Twitter and Facebook. I'm on all of those. Yeah. 
<laughs> nice, nice. And before you leave, uh, you mentioned wellness. Do you have a wellness tip for the people out there, how we can live a better lifestyle? Oh, yes. I love daily meditation. So um, if you have time in the mornings, wherever you ha- wherever, wherever time of the day, um, take some time to pause and take deep breaths. You'll be so surprised at how centering and how much more calm you can feel just by taking 10 deep breaths. So if you have time, take a time to just pause and breathe. That's one thing I struggle with. Just mm-hmm. I tried to meditate a few times. I fell asleep. So <laughs> I got I got to give it an right. honest try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to give it another honest try. But, you know, that that's my form of that meditation right now is taking a good nap. Hey, I love a good nap, too. Like you're talking to the right person. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk more about na- taking naps as adults exactly. and in the black community. We need more naps and the world be a much better place. Exactly. I'm with you on that. <laughs> Shout out, shout out to it. And shout out to you. Thank you for stopping by the podcast. Uh, like I said, it's been a long time coming. We've been working on this for a minute, but I, I'm grateful for the conversation today and uh, love the brand that you have created and uh, wish you more success and more power moving forward. Yay. Thank you so much. It was really fun talking with you today. And yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. And everybody listening, you already know how we do Black Fridays. We'll be back with another dope guest. So I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Uh, how you stop this thing? Oh, there we go.